What's up, Crypt Nation? How are we doing today? Pizza Mind, you're looking extra good today. What's going on in your corner of the world? Well, I had a very nice, long, hot bath. I feel very refreshed, rejuvenated. Got uh, some lathering going on. So let's make a podcast. Let's make a podcast. And today, um, you know, we are joined by Ashton Addison, who's a, a gentleman and a scholar, if you will. Indeed. He is the CEO of a company called Event Chain. And these puppies uh, are really, really cool. Event Chain Smart Tickets. I mean, it's a concept that I've actually never heard of, and it's a very novel use of blockchain. Um, It's basically ensuring uh, validity around event tickets and making sure that there's no counterfeit, uh, no scalping, none of that. It's just this whole open ecosystem for ticketing. It's like Ticketmaster, StubHub, uh, but on the blockchain. Yeah, so using NFT token technology... They can issue tickets to music festivals or concerts or car meetups, whatever it is, and be sh- you can be sure if you have that ticket, you're going to get into the venue. Or if you need to sell it, whoever you're going to sell it to is going to be able to buy it at a fair price. And it's been such a huge problem in the world where the instant tickets go on sale, all the best ones are scooped up by scalpers and driven up on the secondary market. But Event Chain solves that problem too. Yeah, absolutely. So there's no more gouging by middlemen uh, and artists and fans get a new ecosystem uh, where value is um, created and preserved. So let's find out how Event Chain is revolutionizing uh, ticketing. So Ash and Addison, welcome to Crypto 101. Welcome to Crypt Nation. Uh, It's a pleasure to have you join us today. Thank you so much, Bryce. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So we're really going to get into uh, the specifics of Event Chain. And, you know, for those that have never heard of Event Chain, it's a really cool platform that's similar to a a StubHub or Ticketmaster, um, but it is on the blockchain. So we're going to understand what that is and where the differences are. Uh, We're going to talk about your uh, the crypto coin show uh, and where we could find that and what, you know, that show covers. But let's first start off by getting to know you. So what was it about crypto that made you want to get into the space? And what were you doing before that? Very good question. Well, it all started back in 2013, 2014. I was working on some other tech businesses while I was studying finance and accounting. And funny enough, my father is the one who got me into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And he's been a tech entrepreneur for the last 20 years, working through the dot-com days and things like that. And now Together, we helped co-found Event Chain, and he's the CTO of Event Chain. So back in 2013, um, we decided we should really start learning about this technology because best of both worlds, combining finance and technology to get in something that has the potential to be so big, getting in so early was very exciting. And it was around the time of the Ethereum ICO when we really started looking at the market. And at that time, the market cap was only about $10 million dollars. That's incredible. Man, that is so lucky to uh, have a, a good father like that and to be able to do something father and son that uh, you guys have in common. That is exceedingly rare these days. And I always marvel when I get a chance to see something that that's so tremendous. I also got a chance to work with my father when we were younger, but we were building cabinets and uh, spare bedrooms and stuff. Not anything quite as cool as a fortune in cryptocurrency, but yeah, that's really <laughs> awesome. I also think it's really cool that your dad was the one who got you into crypto because I feel like it's always the young bucks that are getting their parents into crypto. Like I'm trying to convince my parents like it's a real thing and stuff still. Yeah, it's quite uh, a blessing. 
to be able to go to your parents and even my mom and my mom will be like, Ashton, did you look at the updates from Salt? My dad will be like, Ashton, did you look at the updates from Archain? And they're talking to me about all these low market cap altcoins. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome to have all of your family on the same page. So it's a great dinner table discussion to say the least. That's incredible. So of all the different directions that you and your technical background and your father's technical background could have gone, you guys decided to start Event Chain. What is the reason that you went this direction and what was the main problem you were trying to solve? We started Event Chain in the beginning of 2017. And my ideology was we really need to bring blockchain to the mainstream in a way that's non-financial, shows a problem that's being solved in clear as day and do it in a way that allows people to get into Bitcoin and blockchain without having to learn all the technicalities and how things are transferred. And there's a lot of technical stuff that's really preventing a lot of people from getting in the industry right now. And the reason that we chose Event Chain partially is because through my entrepreneurial ventures back in 2012, I actually started an event production company called Shed Show Productions. And I threw some EDM events back then, some sold out shows. And I had a lot of struggle uh, selling the tickets. And it was just a real hassle, especially when you have to deal with people like Ticketmaster. And you can see that they're not only gouging the artists and the organizers, but they're also gouging the fans. And on the other side, um, as a fan, I've actually personally been ripped off by purchasing a ticket on a secondary market, going to the venue and realizing when you get to the event that the ticket is fake. Not only do you lose your money, but you're not allowed into the event. And that's a horrible experience to go through. And it, when we realized that we could implement the technology behind the Ethereum blockchain, to apply to verifying the authenticity of tickets and making them immutable, we saw that we had the ability to stop this counterfeiting issue and a bunch of other issues in the ticketing industry. And that's the primary reason why we started EventChain. That's absolutely brilliant. What a great product. I mean, I didn't even think about that at first, but yeah, you're, you're so right about that. So first of all, as someone who loves to go to concerts and events and hockey games, stuff like that, thank you for making EventChain. So now... I know that whenever I need to buy tickets, uh, they're going to be valid. You got it. And we've developed it in a way that people can purchase a ticket with their credit cards or PayPal. And of course, we have the ability to accept Bitcoin and over 200 cryptocurrencies. But we realize that a lot of event organizers that are just running music festivals or everyday events don't understand the technology and may not want to accept Bitcoin. So for that reason... We developed it so that when you pay with your credit card, it actually still in the back end creates a smart contract, which the tickets are in and keeps those tickets and transfers them to the attendee upon purchasing the ticket with their credit card. And then there's a ticket block explorer, so to say, where you can scan your ticket or check the ID. And that actually references the ticket on the blockchain and shows this ticket hasn't been checked in yet. It's a real ticket. Here's how many times it's been transferred and this is the only ticket of its kind, you will be getting into the event and you won't be denied at the gate. That's a really good idea. Um, so if I'm, so, you know, we're here in San Diego and there's a couple concerts coming up here in the midterm. Um, how do I use Event Chain to get into those concerts? Mm -hmm. So 
the way that event chain works, it's there's all these different ticketing companies, as you mentioned at the beginning, Ticketmaster, uh, which is more for large concerts, but not f- as much for smaller concerts. Uh, and then there's StubHub, which is primarily a secondary market. They don't sell the tickets originally. They only sell tickets that are being resold. Now, Event Chain is very similar to Eventbrite. And the way that Event Chain works is it's a self-service ticketing platform where if you have a small, medium, or large size event, you just go to Event Chain and click create an event and you would create an event how you would normally create one, you know, title, description, types of tickets, the prices of those tickets and the quantity, and then press go. And then a smart contract would be created in the back end that say you had 100 tickets at $100, there would be 100 unique tickets in that smart contract. And then when people purchase them, it would transfer the ownership to the attendee. So right now, the only way that you can have authenticated tickets is if the organizer is hosting the event primarily through the primary market on event chain. So we can't have, unfortunately, we can't do Ticketmaster tickets and then verify their authenticity because Ticketmaster has the ability to change their tickets. However, we already have events on event chain in 27 different countries, ranging from music festivals to tech conferences. You know, throughout Southeast Asia, we're ticketing like Hong Kong blockchain week, uh, art galleries, all different types of events. That's really amazing. So it's basically like if I'm hosting an event, I could go onto your site uh, and create, you know, a, a digital, a, a scarce digital asset, uh, almost like I'd be issuing a ERC twenty token or something. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that. One of the analogies I like to make is comparing old paper tickets to sort of digital music or digital files, and new smart tickets as digital money. When you send a ticket to somebody else, traditionally, you'll have a PDF ticket, right? You can send that ticket to as many people as you want. It's not a scarce resource. However, if somebody sells that ticket to multiple people, the first person to check into the event is going to get in. And if that ticket was double sold as a paper PDF, the other people are going to get ripped off. Whereas with event chain smart tickets, they really double as digital money or like a digital form of ether or a token where when I send that ticket to somebody else, I no longer have it and there's only ever one copy. So you know that when you own the ticket, nobody has sold it to anybody else and you're going to get into the event for sure. That is awesome. So what is the next big thing that event chain is developing right now? Is it something to do with technology or is it just relationships with other uh, organizations? Yeah, we've, we've already started ticketing for a lot of music festivals and music festivals are uh, one of our top markets right now because they have high price tickets. They're really prone to people counterfeiting and trying to make fake tickets um, and they need this technology to solve that problem. So really just growing our customer base. Uh, but at the same time, we're actually developing out our secondary market. And this is especially important because this is going to revolutionize uh, how artists make more money and how fans can get tickets in a more fair way. So say, for example, we buy a ticket to Justin Timberlake. It's $100. And Justin says, with this digital ticket, I want to make sure that my fans are able to get their ticket at a fair price. So I'm going to actually encode into the smart contract, into the digital ticket, a 20% markup maximum. And so when this ticket goes to the secondary market, it actually has that price enforced in the smart contract. So 
under the artist's wishes, that ticket can only be marked up for 20%. And we really just want to provide the technology for artists and organizers to, so that they can make the decisions that they want for their tickets. We don't want to have to make the decisions for them or limit them in any way. If the artist wants scalping and whatever markup they want, they can have that. But if they want to have face value only tickets on the resale market, they can limit that. So they can only be traded in face value. Or if they want 20% markup or 50% markup, that can all be enforced through smart contract code. And then also, one of the things that's been an issue uh, in large music concerts right now is that artists are not getting a very fair share of the tickets. So that you can actually program in resale kickbacks for the artists. So if there is a resale commission, let's say Justin says, hey, you can mark it up whatever you want, but I want 50% of that markup to come back to my organization. So that you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At least we're benefiting, and the scalpers that normally buy a ticket for $100 and sell it for $1,000 aren't profiting that all to themselves because really they're not providing much value for that. At least some of that value is going back to the artists, and if the artist wishes, they can limit the markup so that fans know that they don't have to pay $1,000 for a ticket. It's very common to have tickets marked up up to 500% of the price for no reason whatsoever. So right now we're really looking at properly developing out that secondary market. So as people purchase tickets on the primary market and they want to resell them, they're able to do so with the smart contract code programmed into those tickets so that they can get them at a fair price and get the money distributed in a way that's fair for everybody. These are things that I didn't even know were possible. My mind is absolutely blown right now. This is so well thought out and impressive. So I remember going to see Nine Inch Nails and because of ticket scalping and they wanted to avoid that, they limited the amount of tickets to four people per person and you had to go pick them up in person at the venue. And the people that were going to be on that ticket had to show their ID. So it was impossible to scalp, but it was a huge pain in the ass but they were trying to do right by their fans. Now with what you've built, it becomes so much of an easier process. I know there's all kinds of events that will sell out in literally under five minutes. 
and all the best seats are being taken up by ticket scalpers who just immediately do that as like their daily business. And it would be great to actually get the best seats at a fair price for the most hardcore fans of whatever that show is. You got it. That's the goal. Speaking of, you know, you mentioned that they always sell out right away. And we understood that this is a huge problem. And it's funny how when tickets go on sale in the first minute or two, they're always sold out. But part of it is that the scalpers are buying up all the tickets. But one thing to note when you incorporate blockchain into this is that Ethereum, being one of the most popular smart contract platforms right now, has a scalability limitation where you can only process about 25 transactions per second. Now imagine if Justin Timberlake had 20,000 tickets for his event, and when they go on sale, those tickets sell out in a minute. The amount of transactions per second is actually hundreds and hundreds. And this could actually break the Ethereum network. And we, we implemented Ethereum uh, properly and started ticketing on it in 2018. But we soon started ticketing music festivals of thousands of tickets and 10,000 tickets and more. And we came to this problem where we're actually surpassing what the Ethereum blockchain is capable of. And we had that foresight when we built the technology and we built it in a way that we didn't build directly on top of the Ethereum protocol because we understood that although we want this blockchain technology to enable us to have this code where we can make it more fair for everybody, we don't want to be limited by it as well. So we sort of built it in a way that could be considered like a plug-in of a sidechain. And as we started ticketing large music festivals, we needed to make a business decision to pivot to a blockchain that was more scalable. So through our connections, we were able to pivot to the GoChain blockchain. And not as many people are familiar with GoChain as they are as Ethereum, but GoChain is a project that started in 2018. It is a clone of Ethereum for the most part, but uses a different consensus algorithm called Proof of Reputation. And it is fairly decentralized, but it can actually scale to 1,300 transactions per second. And by the end of this quarter, they're supposed to be able to scale to 13,000 transactions per second. So still having that immutability of the public ledger for the ticket, we, through the foresight of our business, were able to pivot to a blockchain which best suits the needs of the ticketing industry. And in the end of the day, the event organizers don't care which blockchain they're using or even that it is a blockchain. They just want to know that their fans have tickets that can be verified and they're not getting scalped and ripped off. And that causes negative externalities towards the artists. So as long as the system is working properly, then it doesn't really matter which blockchain. But we anticipate as we move internationally into countries like China and Japan, that perhaps the NEO blockchain in China is the most popular. So we do have the ability to plug in the NEO blockchain and secure the tickets as we ticket in mainland China. And as we ticket in Japan, ticketing with the NEM blockchain. And really using the blockchain to enhance business, but ensuring that it doesn't limit business. So let's jump into uh, the crypto coin show. So can you tell us, uh, you know, we want to send some of the crypto 101 guys and gals over to crypto coin show to check it out. Can you give us a high level of what they can expect to get out of the crypto coin show by tuning in? Definitely. So we started the crypto coin show back in 2014. We really just wanted to bring more awareness as we're doing with event chain bringing more awareness to blockchain technology, how it can integrate into business, learning more about the fundamentals. 
And we really set ourselves apart in the industry in the way that we present the information. We really try to present it professionally, concise uh, as possible. So we do generally 15 minute videos um, as professional as we can. We bring in interviews of projects that are hot or that have mainnets launching or they have updates coming soon. And we get the information about how, how is their roadmap going? What uh, programs are they coming out with soon? How are they building a business model and a revenue model into their project? And uh, you know what, what to expect in terms of the tokenomics and the coin side of it as well. And just try to get a quick snapshot of that company within 15 minutes or less so that people can get that information and make a decision. Amazing. Yeah, I know. I love tuning in. It's a lot of fun uh, to watch you guys work. Um, so before we get out of here, we, we have a few questions that we always like to ask our guests just because uh, you guys always have such a unique vantage point into the industry. You know, if this is the first podcast that somebody has listened to in this space, what would be the one thing you want them to take away? I would say if you're just getting into the industry, obviously do some research around Bitcoin and Ethereum and really understand Ethereum, um, how, how it works and how these projects are making use cases of this technology in their specific industries. And if you're sp specifically looking at the coins, um, ensure that you, know, you really focus on these two coins first before you dive into these smaller, more obscure projects. Um, and from there, make sure you keep your, your mind open, right? You, you never know uh, what's coming and there's so many new types of projects opening up. And also just keep your ears open at all times of the day, right? Because as the blockchain industry is 24 hours a day, you never know uh, in the middle of the night if something's gonna happen that uh, if you have all your eggs in one basket, you never know what could happen while you're sleeping. Agreed. I think we, we've we all had bad experiences where you're holding a position overnight uh, and some bad news comes out and you uh, you get liquidated or something like that. Make sure you have yeah. your trailing stop losses set before you go to sleep. That's yeah. very true. Um, you know, So if you were to take a survey of all the different companies that are out there, what would be the one company that you think is having the largest impact on the crypto space? I would say my opinion on this might be influenced a little bit by the recency effect, as I recently did an interview with Komodo and the Komodo blockchain. But when I did that, I was really mind blown at how they are revolutionizing the industry, the things that they just came up with. Um, for example, decentralized exchanges have been a hot topic in the industry, as a lot of centralized exchanges have been hacked in the recent years and people's funds are at risk of being lost when that happens. And Komodo has just come out with this atomic DEX, which allows you to always control your funds. But in traditional decentralized exchanges, you could only trade coins between Ethereum tokens that were on the same blockchain. What Komodo has done has allowed the interoperability of blockchains where you can trade Ethereum tokens with Bitcoin, with Litecoin and Ripple all in a decentralized manner where you all control your coins. That seems to be the way that we're moving forward in the industry. That was something that really caught my attention when I had them on my show recently. And then that's things like that are what's going to progress the industry forward and what gets me really excited about moving blockchain into the mainstream here. That's a great answer. Komodo is a real game changer 
I was actually looking into them to launch my, my launch my own pizza token because I can do so. They have like a GUI interface where I can launch my own side chain, have it still be verified by their their main uh, mining and the Bitcoin uh, mining as well to verify all these transactions. So what they've built is really incredible and it's super easy to use. Uh, yeah, Komodo's awesome. Yeah, we actually just we just actually had Steve Lee, uh, who's their chief strategy officer on the show recently as well. So uh, I know they're doing a big marketing rebrand. So it looks like they're out hitting the circuit of the different shows. That's awesome. And, and the last question that we have for you, it's kind of a personal question, but who would you say out of the entire, I mean, actually we'll, we'll broaden it out even more than just the crypto space, but you know, what is, who's one of your role models? Uh, you know, you're a, you're a young CEO and entrepreneur. Who is it that really has inspired you to do what you do? Inside of the crypto space, at least one of the major influencers for myself has been Andreas Antonopoulos. He really put his life on the line, spent his, all of his Bitcoin traveling around to tell people about the advantages of Bitcoin. And he spent a lot of Bitcoin when it was at a really low price. And for that, he made a sacrifice to the community to help grow the industry. And he's made such a huge impact for all of these companies that have started up since he's been touring around. The community actually did a crowdfund where they gave him a bunch of Bitcoin back because we want to show how much we appreciate his efforts. So some people that will just do anything to help grow this cause. And they see the obvious advantages that this is going to provide to the world. Uh, those are the real people that I idolize. Amazing. Yeah, I, he was one of the first guys who I started listening to uh, when I came into this space in 2016. Uh, you know, he's always got the best insight and he, he just is so such a great way with words. And, you know, he'd be a dream guest for us. Uh, we'd love to have him on the show. So Andreas, if you're out there listening, <laughs> We'd love to have you. You have an open invitation. Well, Ashton, thank you so much for your time today. Everybody, uh, if you guys want to stay in touch with Ashton, uh, where's the best place for them to follow you? Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. If people are looking to learn more about EventChain, please go to eventchain.io or go to our Telegram at EventChain. And if you're looking to learn more about uh, all of the shows that we're putting on on the Crypto Coin Show, just search Crypto Coin Show or Ashton Addison on YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel and uh, follow our videos. We're putting out a lot of content. Uh, try to do four to five videos per week and keep up to date in this super fast paced industry. So once again, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate taking the time to have me on the show. And we appreciate your time as well. Thank you. So that does it for us today, Crypt Nation. Um, if you want to stay up to date on all things Crypto 101, all things cryptocurrency, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter. That's at Crypto101Pod. Go ahead, check out our website. Sign up for our newsletter. Pizza Mine and I uh, put out some weekly analysis. That's going to be uh, Crypto101Podcast.com. Uh, we actually just wrote a book, so we're going to be talking a lot more about that in upcoming episodes. And uh, when it gets released, you guys will be the first to know that book is going to be called Crypto Revolution. Take it easy, everyone. We'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.